Hi, this is Mitch Doan, and along with Jamie Richardson, we're your hosts of the Breakthrough Active podcast. We aim to deep dive into health and fitness that will help bring you a better understanding of topics that are of interest to you and can help you on your own journey. If you are enjoying the episodes, we'd love for you to leave us a rating on the platform you listen to your podcasts. Enough from me, sit back, relax and enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the Breakthrough Active podcast. Uh, my name is Mitch. I'm your host again today. Uh, we are going to be talking about grocery shopping a little bit uh, more today. If you listened yesterday, talked a little bit about some of the things to avoid when you're grocery shopping. And today, going to be switching gears a little bit, still on the, the same topic, but talking a little more about the numbers and maths and why it's important for you grocery shopping. So uh, for anyone who maybe uh, isn't great with numbers or isn't that way inclined and the thought of doing maths is a horrible thought, then uh, fear not because it, it isn't anything um, anything too crazy or anything too tough. It's more just a way that uh, I'm going to help you guys uh, look at the course of your day and look at the course of your week and how it's really going to help when you're doing your planning and when you're doing your grocery shopping um, and how the numbers kind of uh, interrelate to that. So uh, the reason why I did want to talk about this today is when you're looking at uh, food, there's quality of food and then there's quantity of food. So whenever you're looking at quantity of food, you do need to look at the numbers uh, I'm not going to be talking about calories or, or anything like that today, but just looking about sheer quantity and, and especially as it relates to the planning side of things when you're grocery shopping. So uh, first point that I did want to bring up here today is when you are doing your grocery shopping, you need to be, first of all, thinking about how long you are going to be shopping for. Are you someone who likes to do a daily shop? Uh, or are you someone who likes to shop for three or four days at a time? Or are you someone that likes to shop for perhaps a whole week or even more uh, in advance? So let's just say you are someone who shops for the week. So you're shopping for seven days. So where the numbers and where the maths uh, becomes important for this planning is if you are shopping for seven days, you really need to think think about what are you going to be eating for the next seven days for lunch? What are you going to be eating for the next seven days for breakfast? What are you going to eat, be eating for the next seven days for dinner? And then what are you going to be having for snacks uh, around those meals as well? Uh, now, you don't need to plan everything to a T, but if you're planning to shop for seven days, you need to get enough food for seven days of main meals and seven days of snacks. So. If you're planning on eating fruit for snacks throughout the week, but you only buy five apples, then that's really not going to be enough to, to get you through for the whole week. So that's where you just need to do a little bit of planning, a little bit of maths. Now, obviously, as it pertains to things like fruit or any sort of snacks, it is going to be a little bit easier to prepare if you're planning on eating two pieces of fruit a day. And you get yourself 14 pieces of fruit and that's you covered for the week. Now, I know this can be a little bit um, a little bit more challenging for those of you with families, but um, you know if that is the case, then the maths is going to be a little bit more, a little bit more difficult. But the same premise and the same principles will apply. Uh, so let, let's look a little bit more at your your main meals and, and if you are planning for seven days in advance. So, for instance, if you are wanting to eat 
uh, let's say you're eating some sort of meat for um, for lunch and then a different type of meat for dinner. It doesn't have to be the same, but for this example, it will be. If you're wanting to eat around 100, gram, 100 grams of deli meat every day for lunch in with a wrap or in a salad or something, you're going to need to buy 700 grams of meat. Now, if you just go in and get a couple of handfuls or you get a few servings or you know it's 500 grams or something, then it's not going to be enough. You're going to fall a couple of hundred grams short and then by the time you get later on in the week, then you're not going to have enough and that's when you're not going to be prepared. Same goes for dinner. If you plan on having you know around about 100 grams of chicken breast every night and you buy half a kilo, it's not going to be enough. So you need to just do a little bit of basic maths there and realize that if you are using those numbers as an example, you need 700 grams for each. And obviously you can you can freeze the meat or keep it in the fridge for a few days or pre-cook it. You know, I'm not gonna go down that road here today, but you're gonna need that much to, to get you through your week. And the same goes for breakfast. If you're someone who eat, eats eggs and you eat two eggs every morning, uh, even then one carton won't be enough because that's only 12 eggs. So you need to get two cartons and, and have your 14 eggs available um, assuming that you're not gonna to go to the shops again. And then the same goes for your fruit and veg there as well. You know, this can be a little bit different if you are someone who likes to buy the stuff fresh, but if you are wanting to, like I said, ha have an apple and, and an orange or an apple and a mandarin every day, you're gonna need seven apples and seven mandarins. And that might seem like a lot when you're buying them, but uh, obviously when you're looking at it over the course of the week, that's gonna be what you need. Um, for veg, if, you, if you're wanting to have, um, let's say it's 100 grams of spinach every day with your lunch, then you're gonna need 700 grams of spinach for the week. And that might be two, two packages of the 500 grams or 400 grams, um, or you might be someone who goes through the week and get, does a second shot. But my, my point is you need to have a look over the course of the period that you're shopping for and looking over uh, the course of the week of what you're gonna, planning on eating and making sure the num numbers uh, represent what your plan is. Otherwise, you're just gonna fall short of that and you're gonna get later on in the week, you're not gonna have enough food and that's when you can end up making some of those choices that aren't on your plan and that maybe aren't, uh, aren't great for what you're looking to achieve. So plan out your week and use your numbers. Um, use your numbers there and, and have them on your list there for when you go shopping. Uh, and the next one is the serving sizes. So, so I, I touched on it briefly there, but again, you need to be realistic and, and know what a rough serving size for you is. Like I used 100 grams as an example. It could be more, it could be less, but you, you need to know roughly what that is because if you're trying to do um, a shop for, for seven lunches at the deli at Coles, you need, to, you need to be able to ask the employee there how much you want and saying a few, you know, a handful or two handfuls isn't gonna be specific enough. So you need to know what your serving size is, what your desired amount is, and then make sure you ask for that and get, you know, as close to that serving size as you can. And then you can obviously divide that up over the course of your week and your seven lunches. And the same goes for dinner, whether you shop at the butcher or, or shop at just Coles or the supermarket, thinking about how much do I normally have for dinner uh, and then you know, using timing that by seven, and again, that might be 100 grams times seven. Now, it does become more challenging when you're doing it for the family, but again, it's not impossible if you know that your kids eat about what you eat, and maybe your husband eats, you know, a little bit more than what you do. And, and over the course of the dinner, you might need 400 grams of chicken. That means you know, over the course of the week, you're going to need close to to three kilos of meat. 
now it doesn't have to all be chicken but my point being you need to have a look over the course of the seven days and shop accordingly so using those numbers and using just some very basic math skills get your calculator out and work out exactly what you need and that's going to make things a lot easier for you later in the week when when perhaps you are starting to to find a little more challenging to stick to your plan from a motivation standpoint if you've got that food there ready and you've got that ready to go in terms of the quality and the quantity and it's available then it's going to make things a lot easier for you to to follow especially towards the end of the week and the last point that i have here uh, is about looking at the serving the recommended serving size on the label so uh, tomorrow i am going to be talking a little more about reading from the label but for for this you need to understand that when you look at a label and you look at the serving size uh, serving size is very different to what the per 100 grams measurement is. So most things will give you a serving size, which for instance might be 40 grams. Um, and then next to it, it will have per 100 grams, which has you know obviously all the, the same um, metrics, protein, sugar, calories, all that stuff, but for 100 grams instead of 40 grams. So you need to realize that uh, 40 grams is a, is a suggested serving and at two and a half times that is 100 grams. So effectively, that 100 gram measurement is meaningless because you're never gonna be having 100 grams of that um, in a serving unless that is literally the serving size. Um, you also need to look at how many servings there are in a pack. So, so if you are you know, buying some sort of peanut butter or something um, and you know there's 20 servings per pack, um, you need to realize that that, that might last you, you know, three weeks or four weeks or five weeks or whatever that may be. Um, so you always just need to have a look at what the recommended serving size is. Uh, also understand that that 100 gram serving um, indication, which is on the back of most package, most uh, packages, is not really that important because we need to look at the recommended serving size and then do a little bit of maths based off that if we need to to see how much. Um, we do need for, for any given week, all right? So uh, just to rehash why maths uh, you know, can be important, go back to your, you know, your nine days of uh, arithmetic, as they used to call it. But yeah, why you, why you need to use it is to plan out your week to make sure you've got enough food so you're not veering off plan there um, at any point uh, because you don't have enough food. Looking at the serving sizes, so understand how much roughly you are looking to eat uh, each, each, each meal, each day, and then timesing that by seven or timesing that by three, depending on how often you shop, and then also understanding the labeling uh, and looking at what the recommended serving size is and understand that that 100 gram uh, indicator isn't that important because you're never really having 100 grams of a lot of these foods. So I hope this helps, guys. Enjoy the day, and I'll talk to you guys on the next one. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If there is a topic you'd like us to discuss that we haven't already, please make sure you reach out in Facebook Messenger and we'll do our best to cover it in the upcoming episodes. For those of you enjoying the podcast, we'd love for you to like, subscribe and leave us a rating. It really helps us grow and spread the good word. Hoping you're all having a great day and we'll be sure to see you on the next one.